Welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. Hope everyone is well, wearing masks, staying safe, and everyone just join me by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Yes, so welcome back. Um, if you have any topic requests that you'd like to hear, or if you'd like to be a feature on this channel or me to be a feature on yours, please hit me up, slide into the DMs on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast, Instagram and Twitter at Agent K21. You can find me on all the social media platforms. Let me know what you'd like to hear. Let me know any questions or topics. Um, yes, so moving right along, keeping it moving right with the... Uh, the law of attraction, right? So, a couple of things before we even continue to dive deeper into the law of attraction. We are always attracting, whether we realize it or not. And oftentimes, when we are attracting, if we're not seeing results or seeing any fruit from our intentions, our seeds that we're planting, that could be an indication that we have some blocks, something blocking us. Um, so one of those blocks can be resistance. So what is resistance? We're going to find out. Um, now, there's a lot of writings and spiritual teachers that talk about resistance. There's plenty of books. So, you know, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Um, definitely invest in you know, find out more for yourself, find the material that you're drawn to naturally. And um, yeah, if this helps, please share it, please um, research it more on your on your own. Um, Yeah. So I do want to just thank everyone for all the people who are who are, um, you know, subscribing, listening, commenting, questions coming in. I do. I do read them. I do appreciate them. And um, yeah, what is resistance? What is resistance? So let's go to our good dictionary friend here. Resistance is the refusal to accept or comply with something. The attempt to prevent something by action or argument. Now, there's a lot of, like I've mentioned, good stuff about resistance. But I want to talk about two things. Because there's, there's two forms of resistance. And I feel like... At least for myself, it was very confusing. So for those who may be like me or who have similar experiences to myself, maybe this might uh, make you feel seen or heard or just provide some insight. So resistance being the refusal or acceptance to comply with something seems kind of, you know, familiar with a lot of people resisting or refusing to comply with, you know, wearing a mask, you know. Just uh, just going to put that out there, right? And now, as a result, things have kind of spiraled more out of control. Or there's more peaks in different countries, different areas. Um, and it becomes very uh, challenging to want to comply when you look at leaders who are not complying. You know, it becomes people are always a model whether they realize it or not, you know, so always doing your best and living your best life, you know, striving for excellence, not perfection, and just kind of living your own truth, right? Whatever that is, just living it. Um, And no one has to agree with you or not. As long as we are authentic to ourselves, that is our light that will that will shine forth. 
Now, in the spiritual community, there is a saying, what you resist persists. I'm sure many of you have heard that. What we resist persists. What what does that mean exactly? And how does that apply to the law of attraction? What we resist persists, meaning whatever we try to refuse, it just seems to be almost enlarged. It just seems to occupy our thoughts even more. If we try to not think about something, you know, if I say, don't think about lemons, the first thing everyone's going to start thinking about is lemons. And the same thing with the law of attraction. If you start thinking about, you know, a yellow car, all of a sudden you're seeing a yellow car everywhere you go. Um, And that's like a true theory, if you will, because it seems every time I've done something, and I'm sure some of you agree with this, anytime you do something, you buy a new car, you listen to a new song, whatever the case is, all of a sudden that's just popping up everywhere. And it's like, what? what? I wasn't even thinking about this before. Now it's just everywhere. So what we resist persists. Um, And I'm going to try to find um, a quote thanks to Google, it would, what other people have said, what resist persists, because that's my interpretation. Um, what we resist persists, you know. So here's a uh, first thing that pops up. It says quite the opposite. Um, Carl Jung contended that what you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. Um, so let me see uh, meaning. What you resist persists meaning. What you resist persists. It's just another way of saying, don't focus on what you don't want. Because when you are resisting things you don't like, that's exactly what you are doing. Focusing on what you don't want. Okay. So, that's these. That's what the uh, spiritual community says. You know, what you resist persists. Don't focus on it. Because, you know, that's drawing it to you. That's attracting it to you. The thing about it is, when we're not aware of what we're even resisting, we're still attracting it to us. Let me try to say that again. When we're not aware of what we're even feeling or thinking, we're always attracting. We always have these receptors within us. So a lot of times, it can kind of induce fear. Oh, I don't want to think about anything negative that already is negative in itself. I'm not going to think about anything negative. So therefore, we are judging what we are even thinking about. We're categorizing it as negative automatically, which therefore attracts more negativity if we see it that way. Um, I choose to do it a little differently. For me, it's about awareness and observation, not would I resist persists? In some cases, yes. And that's what I really want to talk about is the discernment of what we resist persists. What does that actually mean? What are some live examples of that? Um, so for example, let me think of one real quick. For example, if I'm resisting, you know, something simple, like I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I'm not going to have that because I'm on a diet and I say I shouldn't have it or whatever the case is. That could actually be potentially a good thing. If I'm trying to cut bread out of my diet and I decide I choose not to have that, I'm going to want that sandwich, but I choose not to. Is that 
me, you know, yeah, the feeling is going to persist of me wanting that sandwich. And so uh, (laughs) then it becomes, do I have that sandwich? And what effects does it have? You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, that's that's a very uh, simple expression of it. That's not actually the depth of it. But I think even furthermore, when we resist our negative feelings, our thoughts, what can happen is we can actually brush them under the carpet and kind of slip into denial. They don't go away. They just accumulate more dust under the carpet. And then we kind of feel like, wait, why is all this happening? Why do I feel sick in my body? Why are these terrible events happening? It's because we were kind of operating out of fear. And again, once I, I've said before, is when we operate out of fear, that creates such a block. Because in order to receive the law of attraction, we have to operate out of love. We have to operate out of surrender, out of peace, out of the least resistance, right? So the opposite of resistance would be to allow. That means to hold space. That means to have multiple realities, to hold true space for multiple things existing at once without anything having to be right or wrong because when we operate like that it kind of confines us and it kind of um creates these labels right these labels that are really is what is attracting to us um and there there are a few examples I can think of of times where I actually needed to push through that resistance or I needed to allow that resistance in itself and um, it actually brought really great it yielded really great results because there's a, a level of discernment when it comes to resistance when we take resistance and look at it at face value or what we resist persists it kind of is a, a shallowness to it And it doesn't really get to the root of what it actually is. When we are in a state of resistance, we are usually operating out of fear. We're usually operating out of pushing something away from us instead of drawing it closer to us. And pretty much most painful experiences, separation, um, just um, trying to think of some other painful states, loneliness separation, loneliness, um, any of those pain, painful states like that, it's usually a form of resistance. You know, racism is a form of resistance. It's not the inclusion of oneness. It's operating out of the illusion of separateness. And it creates this divide. It creates this split. And so there's the spiritual community that says, what you resist persists. Yeah, we got that part. But then... There's also the religious community that will say, um, resist the devil and he will flee. What does that mean? Right now, if you're like myself, you grow up with these opposing views that you're like, wait, what? What resist persists, but resist the devil and he flees? What does that even mean? What does that mean? And for those who, who are familiar with that passage, um, the way I've interpreted as a as a youth, I interpret it as, for some reason, it always meant to me temptation. It always meant cheating for some reason. If you, you know, resist the urge to cheat on somebody or to be unfaithful in any way, then it'll go away. But then now we're hearing, but if you resist that, it's going to persist. And it's going to just 
manifests even more. And now you're just like paralyzed and not moving either way. And so that's what I really want to talk about is the discernment between resistance, acknowledging our resistance, and can resistance be a good thing? How does resistance work for us? And um, depending on how we grow up, I think that resistance can be seen as a virtual, can be seen as a virtue almost. It can be seen as a delay of gratification or a selflessness, but it's quite the opposite. And um, I'm going to tell you, it's quite the opposite because when we are operating out of a state of resistance, we hold other people, we assume other people to that same state. And when people are operating out of their free will and their freedom, we almost try to, uh, you know, compel them or make them comply to the same standard we have rigorously, religiously held ourselves to. And it creates this even more resistance. And that's the law of attraction part of being in that state of resistance and then attracting even more resistance. So before we even can dive into what is resistance we have to be aware in what ways in our life are we resisting what things do we resist and why are we resisting what are the beliefs behind it you know I'm gonna resist you know hanging out with this crowd because xyz I'm gonna resist reading this material because this means that those are the the turning points you know that that's where the real um, jewel is of why are we even in a resisting state because in the law of oneness which is the universal principle of oneness everything is acceptable you know there's no um, pushing away we include everything we love everything as, as a part of ourself so when we are combative towards something or uh, shunning something it's creating a resistance which creates a fear And then it creates actions based out of fear. So when we operate out of non-resistance, we're actually able to receive and to allow the universe to work magically in our lives because we are not pushing away anything, you know. We are going with the flow of the river that we are, the current that we're all in. So if the current changes, instead of us trying to backpedal or swim against the current, which is exhausting, we allow that current to take us to a beautiful place that we might have never known existed. And so when life throws a curveball, do we continue to try to run back? You know, when we, when the world starts having a pandemic to try to Um, alleviate us to a higher plane do we try to go back to business as usual or do we allow the new direction and because um, most humans are very resistant to change although change is the only constant change from the comfort zone to the unknown can be very unhinging very fearful very apprehension apprehension can happen and um, can create a lot of anxiety, depression, all kinds of things. And that's the kind of the byproduct of resistance. A lot of symptoms we have, whether physically, metaphysically, emotionally, mentally, can be showing us where our resistance is. 
Um, but when we're in a state of allowing, we are very easygoing, right? It's like water off a duck's back. We're just like, okay, yeah, all right, we're going this direction. Okay, sure. It's very carefree. It's, it's a very nonchalant, but uh, but still intact with reality kind of feel, you know? And so um, when it comes to the whole resisting, I'm not even going to say the devil because I don't even, yeah, but resisting temptation, going back to the scenario of I want to cut bread out of my diet. As soon as you say you want to change a behavior, a pattern, a program, oh, you best believe you're going to get reinforcements to, to, uh, to test that. And that's where the discernment comes in to realize, okay, this is, this is testing me to see, do I really want to manifest my highest self? And so, yeah, the law of attraction is always going to work. But if you have to see the bigger picture and realize, no, I really need that. I really choose to cut bread out of my diet, not out of fear, not out of I have to or I should. But because you know what, this is not this is not healthy for me. And I don't actually want it anymore. And when we operate out of a place of um, doing it for with the pure intentions and reasons, it'll naturally kind of ease its way out of our way. But that doesn't mean there won't be challenges. We're still going to feel, you know, that um, that that pull, that inkling to go and eat that bread. If we've been eating bread all of our lives and we decide, you know what, I really don't want bread. And we want to just get rid of it. There's going to be bread put in our face every day just because. And that's the type of resistance that we have to work with not against, but work with to see the bigger picture and realize at the end of this journey of not eating bread, I'm going to feel so much healthier. I'm going to feel so much lighter. I'm going to get my summer body, whatever the case is. And there you, there you have a reason of why you're doing it. And you're doing, you know, you're, you're limiting your bread intake, not because someone else said so, not because, well, maybe, but you know, maybe a doctor said so, but the point of the matter is, once you work on the intention behind why you're doing this, making sure that you own it completely, like I choose to not eat bread because of these are my reasons. And I know it's going to be tough initially. I have that awareness. I realize I'm going to be craving bread at first. And over time, it's going to be easier. That's what the whole resisting the temptation part and it will flee over time the desire for bread will be completely dismantled, will be completely diminished because we saw the bigger picture of how we were allowing our resistance, how we were working with resistance instead of against it. Working against it in that instance would be, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to resist the bread, even though I have my reasons to. I'm going to eat the bread, and then I'm going to shame myself for eating the bread. And then I'm going to beat myself up, feel guilty. That's working against it, you know. Another way of working against it would be, okay, I feel the desire for bread, and I'm going to, maybe I'm not going to actually go and eat the bread, but I am going to sit here and think about how much I want the bread. (laughs) And I'm going to kind of, self-torture myself because instead of me allowing and observing this as okay I have 
you know, my reasons for why I want the bread and I understand why I'm not, why I'm choosing not to have the bread. <laughs> That's a lot of talk about bread today, boy. Um, but yeah, so the point of the matter is there's good resistance and there's, there's healthy resistance. And I feel like we rarely talk about the benefits of allowing resistance um, and uh, acknowledging our resistance and again observing without condemning ourselves without beating ourselves up because that is the resisting persisting right when we beat ourselves up that is how we draw more of that into us or towards us and um, the other thing is being real clear and real honest with ourselves you know when we say things like um what's a good example if we say something I don't want to use bread again what's a, when we say things like you know um I really don't like that movie and we focus so much on all the things we don't like we're going to notice them a lot more you know if we're thinking about how much we don't like somebody somebody's characteristics or something about you know some feature of ourselves or whatever and we continue to poke at it and we continue to nag ourselves about it that is the resisting persisting model and that's that's really giving a lot of energy towards it so we have to be real honest with ourselves to see like okay I'm saying this out of my mouth but what do I really feel I'm saying this out of my mouth but what what do I really think you know because haterade haters out there they spend a lot of energy on someone else you know and what they're doing when they spend so much energy hating on someone else or making it known how much they hate someone else is they're actually giving it their attention and that's all you need to manifest and to drive in um, the law of attraction is your attention so you might say something out of your mouth like I'm so over this person or I'm so done with the situation and if it's true then that will align with you but if there's if if we're saying it out of fear or saying it out of you know um like a boastful type of way or trying to convince ourselves it's going to backfire it may backfire on us instead because we're giving it attention and whatever is true whatever is real those receptors are within us and so that's the baseline for for everything you know so we might say one thing out of our mouths, but what is actually lurking in our hearts? Because that is what we're going to attract to us each and every time. And so that's why I say that it's very important to become aware, to observe. And the awareness is the key. So it's okay to sit with your resistance. It's okay to acknowledge it and to see those places. Where am I resisting and questioning it? You know, where did this resistance come from? Was this a learned behavior? Is this something that I want to um, allow? Why am I resisting? And really diving deeper into those questions. And I'm going to give you guys a few material that uh, has been helpful for me on my journey. And this will really help you understand the concept of resistance, understand some questions to ask, and hopefully maybe get you all to start, um, you know, innovating your own questions and thinking of those things. So the first I'm going to say is, uh, these are all videos on YouTube. Uh, the first video is by Teal Swan. Well, all of them is by Teal Swan. It's called Urgent. Deal with your resistance before you do anything else. 
So I recommend watching that one first to, um, or yeah, watching that first just to understand what is resistance. Are we resisting our resistance? You know, because resistance, fear, shame, anger, all of those things can really block us from receiving the gifts that are, are waiting for us. Um, the next video is called Resistance, episode on negative problem-oriented thoughts, words, and actions. This is again by Teal Swan. You can search this on YouTube and find them. Those are the first two videos I want you guys to really focus on. Not that I want you to, but I recommend <laughs> I recommend they were helpful for me on my journey. Um, it's been a while since I've seen them, but I remember they were very helpful. After you deal with the resistance, I won't even tell you the other videos yet. Um, return back for those. <laughs> um, no, but um, I think that that's kind of part one to deal with first. And I don't want to overload or overwhelm anybody. So I would say check out those videos. Um, if it resonates, you know, take it. If not, charge it to the head, not to the heart. Keep it moving. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, being here, listening. Continue to share these videos. Or not videos. <laughs> continue to share these podcasts and um, anything that you guys um, want to know are yeah I've said that already but um, yeah I think that these videos may help on your journey and your process and um, we're going to con continue rolling talking about the law of attraction more so I will speak with you guys another time stay well stay safe until next time